Shalom. Welcome to another episode of Inspiration from Zion. I'm Jonathan Feldstein, and I have the privilege of being your host, coming to you from the Judean Mountains here in Israel. I like to refer to it as the original Bible Belt. Inspiration from Zion is a program of the Genesis 1-2-3 Foundation, whose mission is to build bridges between Jews and Christians and Christians with Israel in ways that are new, unique, and meaningful. I pray that you will find this, all of those. Through this program, we're excited to connect you to people and stories in and relating to Israel to give you a window to look through, experiencing aspects of life here that you might not otherwise know about. We want this to be interactive, so please be in touch at inspirationfromzion at gmail.com and send along any questions and any comments about any topic, any time. Or you can reach us at genesis123.co and follow and like Inspiration from Zion on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Stay tuned until the end, where we're also going to share an exciting opportunity, and please feel free to share this with others who will also find it of interest. I, I typically find all of the programs that we do unique in and of themselves, but today, well, today is it not just unique, but it's a unique privilege. I have um, one old friend as of two months ago and two new friends as of a few minutes ago. Um, and to the two new friends of a few minutes ago are both former Super Bowl champions. And we're going to, this is an amazing conversation because if you've been following the last number of episodes since the war began here in Israel, we've been kind of segmenting out what people are thinking from different perspectives about the war, Christians and Jews together. And this is unique because I don't know that anyone's ever pulled together a conversation with former pro athletes to have a conversation about Israel, certainly not now and not in this circumstance. So let me just do a quick intro, and then I want to get to know each of the each of the um, uh, our guests um, a little more intimately through uh, our conversation that we're going to have. First of all, in alphabetical order, Chad Burmeister is an award-winning executive with a passion for virtual sales. As CEO of BRD.ai, Chad grew up grew the company from zero dollars to one million in under 12 months. Chad has a passion for thinking outside of the box and coming up with creative ways to enable sales professionals to be more effective. Now, Chad is also the host of the You Matter to Christ podcast and a committee member of the Pro Player Prayer Project where he serves with Darren Gray, author of the uh, book, The Jersey Effect. And Darren, I have to say a word about Darren, who's not able to be here with us today, is the founder of the Pro, Pro Player Prayer Project. Um, and that's how I got to know Darren through that and through his being an author in our brand new book, Israel the Miracle. We'll talk about that, but I'm just grateful to Chad and Darren for helping to orchestrate this conversation here today. Earl, Earl Christie is a former professional American football player who played cornerback for three seasons with the New York Jets, and most significantly, at least during that period, although we just had a little conversation offline about it, was part of the Super Bowl uh, winning team in 1969 with Joe Namath. Tyrone Keyes is also a former professional American football player who played defensive end for six seasons with the Chicago Bears. Tampa Bay Buccaneers and San Diego Chargers. He was a member of the Bears team that won Super Bowl 20 following the 1985 NFL season. 
He was also a member of the Shuffling Crew, and I'm not familiar with that. I'm going to have to check it out um, in the video, The Super Bowl Shuffle. Um, gentlemen, there's a lot to get to know about you, but I just want to first thank you for being here and welcome to Inspiration from Zion. Thank you for having us. Yeah, it's thank my you. Now, I, I want to I start with Chad. You're not a former or a current professional athlete, um, unless I'm wrong. But as part of the Pro Player Prayer Project, I was so blessed. What an amazing experience it was to join you and Darren Washington as the token Jew in the room um, at the Museum of the Bible the first week of September. That was great. And I, and from my perspective, as much as this is a program of the Inspiration from Zion podcast, it's a program of the Pro, pro Player. It's hard to say. I don't know why someone didn't. Before, pro Player before. Prayer Project, PPPP. Um, this is your project too. Tell us a little bit of background. I was so inspired, but I'd love to hear from you. What's the, what's the background and what are the goals? Yeah. So March 16th of this year, as you would expect, 316 has meaning in the Bible. And, um, that's the day that the pro player prayer project was born. So Bill Horn had a meeting, he called Darren and they said, let's launch this. So I met Darren about a month after that day on an event in Florida. And he said, you know, we were talking, I was sharing my testimony. My son had a burn accident, second, third degree burns on his face and hands and a cooking accident of all things. And what do you do when you run into adversity? You pray. So I was sharing that story with Darren that I put in a video and we watched it and he, and the miracle happened. My son was healed, face and hands. What, a miracle is all you could use to describe it. So Darren said, Chad, I'm working on a project. God must have put us together. And then the weirdest thing happened when we're right after I showed him the video, my alarm went off on my phone seven times in a row. Whoa. Bing, bing. And I didn't set it. And he goes, what <laughs> was that? Who did that? And he said, okay, I think God put us together here at this time in this place. The things that you do, the skills that you have to reach out to people, to do social media, to all those things lined up. And he said, hey, here's what I'm working on. And he just shared with me the sh very short vision. And I said, I'm in, I'm all in. So uh, ever since that meeting, I've been investing probably 20 hours of my week to help bring players together. Because here's the thing, there's a lot of pro athletes like Earl Christie and Tyrone who are on this call that have a story to tell about their faith and about their relationship with God. And that's, that's what I love to see is helping them. So every Monday we meet from 404 Eastern to 444 Eastern on a zoom and on a Facebook live stream. And we ask another player to share their testimony. Oh, amazing. Cause they run in, you know, we all as humans, we run into tough moments and the buzzsaw of life. And it's important that people who are hurting are able to see and hear that other people have gone through that. And what I find is 99% of people who experience something that's challenging, and I ask them later, when did God undeniably show up for you in your life? And those two things are very tightly intertwined with nearly everybody that I talk to. So wow. that's the Pro Player Prayer Project every Monday. We love to have NFL and former athletes share their testimony. Yeah, I was super inspired back in September. And I actually, I made notes and I ever, never even got to share them with Darren. I need to do that. Um, I have to comment. I didn't know it was March 16th. 
again, I'm the token Orthodox Jew in the room right now. So 316 uh, th doesn't mean the same thing, but but this is cool. No one's that you, you need it. You need a couple of Jews in the room. We when, when because in Hebrew we read from right to left. 613, 613, which is the inverse mm -hmm. of 316, is the number of commandments that we have in the Torah. Mm -hmm. Just saying. I don't know mm -hmm. what's the, what, but I that's, don't know what the correlation is there, but right. there is one. That's for sure. Indeed, indeed. Hey, uh, Earl, I'm, I want to keep going in uh, alphabetical order at the moment. Um, tell us. Uh, we, I, I was just getting to know you a little bit before. I mean, you're you're so solid in your faith and your love of God and and your your own ministry. I'd like to hear about that, but I want to. I would love to get a sense of where you in your life, where did Israel become significant? Before we talk about your experience in Israel as a Christian, when did Israel, did you grow up with Israel being significant or was that something later and how? Actually, it was later because uh, uh, I am so privy. First, I got to give honor to the creator of the world, to the Lord and Savior. Uh, and when I think about my grandmother, I've truly been on that path since I was a baby because my grandmother raised me and brought me home from the hospital. From that day, she raised me with my mother being in the house and what have you. And and I grew up as a Christian. I grew up in, in, in those type of situations. And I just can't imagine that I've had the opportunity to go in that field about in eventually becoming an archbishop. I've been ordained three times right. in different churches. So that's been part of my life. And if you look at my last name, it just happened to call me. <laughs> it means uh, Christ-like. And, and, and this has been amazing. Uh, you know, I tell people I'm in love with God. I mean, I've gone beyond the thing. And each and every day, there's a difference between happiness and joy. And like you said earlier, we're going to have trials and tribulations. But when I tell you, when you build that strong relationship with the creator of the world, your, your life changes forever. And happiness is basically uh, temporarily. But when you have joy, you have that personal relationship. And, uh, you know, talking about going over to Israel, I couldn't imagine, and I, I got to thank Daryl, and I got to thank Tyrone Keith. It took me three to four days to have the opportunity because I overheard Tyrone talking about another player that had gotten sick or couldn't make it. And, and by that time, I was supposed to have a surprise birthday party. Tyrone knew about it, but I don't know. And he said, you can't go to Israel. I said, listen, I have to go see my Jesus. I have to go. And in and, and three or four days, we had the connection, and I had everything ready to go over there. I, I just couldn't imagine having the opportunity where our Lord and Savior was. And, and, and to go to Jerusalem and the different places in Israel, it was amazing. And it's still affecting my life. I mean, it's no question about it. Okay. You just know. Okay. Well, I want to talk. I want to talk about that, but I want to ask you a question. You were five years old when Israel became established as a state. Do you remember your grandmother celebrating that? Did it was it significant to her? 
as a Christian that now the Jewish people have come back? No, I I I didn't uh, uh, know. She didn't teach me that. Like you said, I was five years old because I'm 80 now. And uh, I, I didn't uh, I realize that. But she taught from the Bible. And this was she used to have Bible study with me. And that was so important. I had the good fortune of going to a church and, and, and being able to be taught and learned in that uh, situation. Okay, good. Tyrone, you're a little younger than Earl, so you weren't born when Israel was established. But where, where as as a human being, I don't know when you became a Christian, if or, or if you grew up in a Christian home like Earl, um, where did Israel become significant to you? Well, specifically, I, I cannot say Israel, but uh, uh, when I was I was born in Jackson, Mississippi, here, and uh, during that time in Jackson, Mississippi, in the South. There was a lot of civil unrest. I mean, I was born in the heart of the civil rights era. And the first opportunity that uh, we had to go to a Pacific event where there were groups of blacks and whites together, my mom took us to the Billy Graham crusade. You guys remember Billy Graham? (laughs) Okay, all right. Ethel Waters was there singing and and that was our first time, and wow, we were looking around the stadium, and wow, we cannot, we couldn't even believe it that uh, people were coming together. And it had only we, only reason that people were coming together like that was because of this uniqueness of faith. And this was in 1975, and uh, and so that was my first major experience. And I never forget when Billy Graham, you know, he always did the the altar call at the end, and I bolted down those stairs and went there and said, hey, this is what I want to commit my life to. And then fast forward five years later, I was playing for Mississippi State University, and we were playing Alabama. And Alabama had uh, won 28 straight games, two national championships, is uh, David. And uh, nobody gave us a chance. But we were on that same field that I gave my life to to Christ, and I never forget it. It was 22 seconds to go in the game, and I'm like, everybody in the huddle said, "Man, we we played a good game." I said, "No, nah, no, nah, man, we're gonna find a way to win this game. Somebody's wow. gonna make a big play." And ultimately, uh, it was 22 seconds to go, six to three. We up six. They got three. Bear Bryant calls a timeout, calls a play, and they just knew they were gonna win that game. But uh, I came through, made the big hit, and uh, that they immortalized that play up at Mississippi State. He fumbled. We were, we recovered, and uh, I was standing in the exact same place almost where I was five years previously. Oh my! And so that was a uh, that was just that was that was my big moment. You know, the one downside of this being a podcast and it's only right there, audio. That's what I say. I just looked up and gave thanks. Amazing. <laughs> you know, you, What's that? You, I was going to say the only downside of a podcast is it's audio. So people aren't seeing our expressions when you just told your story. Me, Chad, Earl, when you were standing at the same place with 22 seconds to go and winning that as where you became, where you gave your life to Jesus. Wow. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Thank you for sharing that. And so so from that was that was 1980. Then where where and when did Israel become significant to you in your life 
as a Christian? Yeah, yes. Um, I, I, I couldn't hear you. Can you repeat it? I said, where and when did Israel become significant to you in your life as a Christian? Oh, yeah. Well, basically, uh, I never forget this moment. Um, me and my wife, uh, we've been watching uh, Tony Evans. Tony Evans is a uh, was mentoring a, uh, one of my mentees, uh, Harry sure. Swain, who was a chaplain for the Chicago Bears at the time. And I went up to uh, I went up to uh, Harry's room when the when the uh, Ravens came down. When not the Ravens, but when the Bears came down to play the Tampa Bay Bucks. And so I went to his room there, and and I listened in on the conversation. And he and Tony Evans, Tony was his mentor. And I said, I know that voice. And I had been following Tony just Evans just a little bit. And so, uh, make a long story short, I began to follow Tony Evans. And he mentioned that he was taking a, a group over to Israel. And so I shared it with my wife. And uh, the cost was going to be like 5000 or something like that, 5000 uh a couple and we put it on the refrigerator and i'm telling you the honest truth within 22 seconds i got a call from darren gray <laughs> he mm. said you know we had somebody back out of the israel trip would you would you think about going over there and i'm like <laughs> i looked at my wife i said hey <laughs> and he said well it's no wives uh it's all guys and of course there was some disappointment on her face uh but she said you got to go for it this is a miracle yeah, this is a miracle, and uh, and so it was a, so I said, yeah, I'm in, and, and mm -hmm. lo and behold, I was able to get my good friend Earl in, and Earl and I have a strong connection because of Buddy Ryan. We both played for Buddy Ryan. Uh, he played for me in 1969 Super Bowl, and I played for him in the '85 Super Bowl there. So that okay. was our connection, how we first met, and, and began to, and you know, began the uh. uh Connect really, really because Super Bowls, man, everybody don't get a chance to go to Super Bowl and then play for the same coach. So that connected us. And so I was able to uh, I was able to, to to share with Darren and the group. I said, hey, I got a guy. You'll never forget him if you can, you can get him on this trip. And there was no more space. There was no more space. And, and Earl and I was doing a, a volunteer event at a church on Saturday, on a Saturday, we were, we were, we were there to, to high five some young ladies who were just getting out of prison and who, who had just completed a, uh, their certificates of certification for employment. And we were just there just to high five on a Saturday morning. Amazing. And Amazing. so I went over, had we not been there giving back, we wouldn't be on, well, Earl wouldn't be on his call because he wouldn't right. have gone. And wow. so he overheard me talking to the mayor and she mentioned that she was going to Israel. And Earl said, hey, I got to go to Israel. I got I got it. I want to go. I want to go. And that's when I shared with him about his. His, his surprise birthday party that uh, and I didn't supposed to share that, but uh, <laughs> he was so adamant. And hey, so Tyrone, I went across, I, I went across the hallway and, and made it and made a phone call. And, you know, the rest is history. Friends, Israel's at war. And the war may get worse before it gets better, much worse. It's going to be a long war because the enemy is the epitome of evil. It's not just a matter of overcoming troops on a battlefield, but overcoming a theology, an ideology, an evil one. 
while the Genesis 123 Foundation has been overwhelmed with the support of so many donations to the Israel emergency campaign, there's so much more that needs to be done. We've invested your donations that we've received so far strategically to make the biggest impact possible, whether helping with soldiers and their equipment and personal needs, to providing civilian security for outlying border communities, to relocating and settling several families from near the Gaza war zone, launching the global petition drive to support Israel in the face of pressure for a ceasefire and long-term needs for at-risk children, traumatized now more than ever before. Please take a moment to pause this conversation right now and go to love.genesis123.co and donate generously. We value your trust and we will keep all donors informed about how and where your donations are being used to contribute to make the biggest impact possible. And when you use that link, love.genesis123.co, you can also send your prayers and words of encouragement to Israelis of all backgrounds, just sending your love, something that we need so desperately. Thank you, and God bless you and your loved ones. Tyrone, this is Chad. Do you mind if I ask one question? Tyrone, can you hear me? Okay, so um, when you went to Israel, I have not had the luck, the honor of going to Israel yet. And I've read the Bible. I, my grandparents would read the Bible to me. So we're a very faithful family. And yet I haven't been able to connect the dots between the stories that I read with actually standing on the earth and experiencing those places. Were there any stories that come to mind of, wow, when I stood here on this sacred ground, you know, what what did you discover when you went to some of those places? The Jordan River. Uh, uh, my family's last name is Jordan. My mom is Jordan. And uh, and so just the Jordan River period, uh, uh, getting back to baptism was the ultimate. It'd be with a bunch of be with a bunch of guys. Uh, and when you go, when you play football, you've gone through a lot of trials and tribulations from the time that uh, you played Pee Wee to, to to to, and then high school, college, and then you make it to the pros, and then you make it to the ultimate, like the Super Bowl. You know, a guy like Earl was the first person to ever touch the football in the Super Bowl, and 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 when you think about it, we had a chance to to fulfill a dream that came true in 1983 when Papa Bear Hallis, the founder of the National Football League, uh, he passed away in 83, and we made a commitment. We made a commitment as a team. We go, we're going to bring the Super Bowl back to Chicago. And lo and behold, uh, we two years later, we won the Super Bowl. And that's still being talked about 40 years wow. later. But that baptism, man, that baptism, the, 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 the see the fire, to see the fire when the guys come out of the water and the commitment to see it all come full circle and to realize that it all took place because we we picked up that game called football. Amazing. Earl, what about you? It was a good question, Chad. Oh, sorry about that. I was willing to be uh, – yeah, we, we, yeah we, we were willing to, to walk that walk, man, walk that walk. And it, it brought us Amazing. together in Israel, to Israel. So the baptism – is the ultimate because now you're parlaying the game from the playing field to the game of life. And here we are today. 
I have, yeah. I have several experiences about uh, uh, special moments. I, uh, I recall being on the Sea of Galilee. In fact, we had uh, uh, a visit and, and saw Peter's statue uh, in, in a certain town. And then we went down on the Sea of Galilee. And I could just feel the presence of the Lord uh, when he told him to walk on water. I mean, it just was amazing when they... They turned off the boat sound, and we were just flowing down. And, and, and the good Lord would have just said, hey, listen, I want you to even dive into the uh, the Sea of Galilee. I just felt his presence and, and what have you. And then another moment, we were on Mount Sinai, where all the people that he fed, and we were praying during, and the whole guys, and we were just on that mountain, and you could just feel the presence of the Lord tremendously and, and it, it turned so many of our lives around you could see players changing literally in front of us with that spirit and 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 you just felt like god just present in our hearts because see you got to be open and receptive to that and, and it just flowed in there and then every night it was on my birthday we celebrated my 75th birthday, all of us, every night, being in the village with the folks and the people. It was so amazing. I just, I, I just was sharing tears of joy and love and happiness. This is what I received from there. And you know the presence of the Lord was everywhere, everywhere we walked and went. Amazing. Amazing. What what's what's the one thing that well here okay Chad hasn't been here yet to Israel what does he have to do what Tyrone Earl if you if you're leading the trip where are you going to take Chad oh good night I, I'm gonna, first of all I'm gonna I'm gonna take him down well, well I always tell everybody the back to Jordan River I mean that's the okay. that's the ultimate because that's that that's the um, that's the public acknowledgement that. Uh, that you're doing something, but, but watching each and every one of us come out of that water. And I can still see Earl's face now <laughs> wow. came out. It's like he had scored the winning touchdown, but it, wow. it was uh, 10 times that, you know, and same hey, wow. with me, same with me. Uh, I look at that picture uh, and I have the exact same picture after the 85 bears game uh, with my fist in the air. And then the exact same picture. Uh, thirty some years later, women. I can name the air, and uh, it's two different feelings. One is the the, the last one coming out of that Jordan River was something that um, is okay. the ultimate. Earl, yeah, going over I, there just for a tour, okay. going over there for a tour is one thing, but uh, uh, coming out of that Jordan River uh, with that with that. All right, I I, I remember going to the tone. Strong tour. commitment is okay. is an, winning it is another one, and then. Of course, uh, when you're going over to Israel and you're coming out of that Jordan River, uh, that's the ultimate. That's that's the ultimate, you know, because that's nice. where uh, th- 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 that's where John the Baptist <laughs> got it started. That's where he got it started. Yeah, that's where Jesus got it started. That's when he that's when he made his public announcement right there. Okay, we're having some technical issues, so you're in and out a little bit, Tyrone. Yeah. And I know Earl wants to chime in and tell tell us where he's taking Chad. I love when we went to the tomb and where 
his uh, crucifixion. I mean, you 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 couldn't help fulfilling the pain that our Lord and Savior went through to die for us, that we would have eternal life. Uh, in the Garden of Kissimmee, I could just feel the soldiers coming down wow. to, to to get a Jesus and and all those type of things. I I, I just felt a special moment. Of course, uh, being baptized in the Jordan River it was second to none too. But I'm just saying, I just felt the pain that he had to go through that we will have uh, eternal life. And, and that's why I, I was just thanking him and, and praising him for those opportunities what he went through for us. And and that's that just connected me more and more. That just you know, it just made me just have that joy and happiness at the same time in just knowing that he did all of this for us. Very nice. Thank you. All right, so Chad, I'm just gonna chime in. When you come over, we're gonna do two food experiences. Not that all there's a lot of other stuff. No, we're gonna go to the city of David and we're gonna go to the Machina Yehuda market where you're gonna experience Israelis. And you're hopefully going to be here on a Friday night and come to my house for Shabbat. And Tyrone and, and Earl, you're invited as well with your wife. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Yeah, and Shabbat was a Shabbat. the dot, right, between those two things that Tyrone and Earl just shared that, you know, as an American, you watch the Super Bowl. It's just something you do. It's part of life. And so to be able to play in the game – is is a to be able to make the NFL is a, amazing, and then to be able to play in the game is amazing. And so to associate scoring a touchdown in the Super Bowl with being baptized in the Jordan River that is a pretty interesting statement, and it really makes you think because you don't have to go to the Super Bowl to have the same experience as if. You won the winning touchdown. So, man, the importance of Israel. I was sharing with you, Jonathan, before we we kicked off here. I'm in Dallas right now at an event that's called the C-Suite Network. And there's 150,000 C-level people that are part of this. There's two or 300 that are joined. Jeffrey Hazlett is the former CMO of Eastman Kodak. And he's the founder and CEO of C-Suite Network. And he got up today and he said, hey, before we start this day, it's very important that I tell you that I am with Israel. And he said, make sure that you text anyone you know that's there. Call people that you know. So he goes, every morning, I go through my phone, and I make sure to send a text. And I tell and I tell people that I know that are from Israel, because it's very, very, very important uh, that we do that. So, and, and, and I'll affirm that on the Israeli side. It's very, very, very important that we receive those. Um, life is stressful here now. It's scary. Um, C- CBN just came out with an interview that I did. I didn't even remember the stuff that I had said when they interviewed me, but it came out yesterday, and I was alluding to that. We, we, But this is the opportunity. No time in the history of the world have Jews and Christians ever been this close together, right? There's never, ever been this level of support for, from Christians for Israel and the Jewish people, not in the last 75 years since we've had a state and not in the last 2000 years. And that's really quite amazing. 
Um, and actually, as we begin to wrap up, um, Tyrone and Earl, you are the Super Bowl experts here, um, and and uh, and Faith even more. But I'd like to talk with you about what you're seeing and what you're feeling as this war unfolds and Israel got slaughtered, unfortunately, literally on October seventh. What are, what are, what you know? I, I love how you said, Chad. As Americans, we all watch the Super Bowl. I don't. I don't always anymore because it's in the middle of the night here, and I'm 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 a little removed from that. But you can't help being in America today and not following the news. And there's news every day, all day, about Israel and the war. When this unfolded, and anyone who wants to just jump in, what did it? What did it? What did it speak to you? And what are you thinking? And what do other Christians need to know? Well, to me, I like to chat on jumping on it's it's that I I the pain of even last night when I'm watching television and I saw those little babies uh you know gonna die because they don't have enough incubators and and children being uh cat uh you know killed and and and, and, and kidnapped. It, it it just brought so much uh pain in my heart because I, I do have a closeness like Tyrone was saying we were baptized in the Jordan River and that just connect us like never before and we just feel uh just part of the whole situation because it, it's really one of my dreams or miracles that that there will never a war will cease in Israel and, and, and I, I don't know why I've always had that feeling uh, I always prayed about that. I said, I just pray one day that there will be peace, God, and only God can change it. Only God in miracle all these years over all this time. But uh, I, I just feel a, a sense because I feel a part of it because I, I, I went there and, and, and you just can't take it away when you experience, have that experience. It's no question about it. It's almost unexplainable. And that's why it's, it's so much love that we need in the world. And that's the only thing that can conquer all this. We need to love one another. Good. Tyrone, you want to add anything? What What are you feeling when you're seeing the news? Amen. I think Earl spoke for me too as well. Uh, obviously, uh, very disappointing, devastating. Uh, just Your heart just goes out to 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 that to the people. To, to Israel, and um, to me, it was just it was just devastating, unbelievable, uh, because the experience that we have that had there was just so peaceful and loving, and uh, it was just it was just unbelievable, yes. unbelievable, and uh, just to see it still going on today uh, is unbelievable. But we know that uh, our God is is a great God and things are going to be all right at the end. Well, that, that ultimately, we do. I, I Actually, that was a piece of the interview I did on, excuse me, on CBN. They were asking me about my faith, and my faith is strong. That hasn't changed, but I said something to the effect, you know, I'm still a 58-year-old man who's got six kids, a son and a son-in-law in the Army, both in combat units, three grandchildren who are going to grow up to be in the Army, and it doesn't make me my faith doesn't make me any less fearful for our reality. Um, 
and 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 I don't remember which of you, uh, Earl, you were talking about love. The the opposite, of course, of of love is hate, and yeah. the hate that we're experiencing, not just here, but we oh. see it we see it happening all over the world, where they're oh. not just blaming Israel, they're, bl they're they're blaming the Jews. They want to gas the Jews again. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you see that? Oh, oh, there's no question, and and uh, this evil in the world, unfortunately. You know, my grandmother, when we grew up, we always said, uh, it's going to get better. And she, they always look for things going to get better in, in people's lives and everything. And it seemed like we're just going backwards. We, we haven't gotten to the point where good is bad and bad is good. Uh, and the only way that we can, we can overcome that is go through and build a, a relationship with the creator of the world. And God, and we just get enough people to join together as a team, because then we can have strength. It's all about us, ourselves, coming together as one. And that's through love and have understanding and appreciate one another. Very nice. The restoration of Jewish sovereignty in the land of Israel was an earth-shattering event. For Christians, it was a confirmation that God always keeps his covenantal promises. Today, we are blessed to see God's fingerprints in the modern miracle of the land of Israel playing out in our lives among the people and in the state of Israel. This year, on the occasion of Israel's 75th anniversary, the Genesis 123 Foundation has been privileged to bring together 75 Christian leaders from around the world to lend their unique voices, sharing their personal faith experiences relating to Israel and their in-depth insight into Israel's history and spiritual significance, creating an historical, one-of-a-kind, high-end coffee table book, Israel the Miracle. Israel the Miracle's stunning imagery will fill your home with the hope of fulfilled promises and conversations about Israel. It's a perfect gift to anyone for any occasion, and most of all, to yourself. You'll also be a blessing to Israel, knowing that the proceeds will go to bless Israelis of all backgrounds. Be a part of Israel the miracle and bring the land, the people, and the state of Israel into your heart and into your home. Visit IsraelTheMiracle.com to get your limited edition copy today. Thank you. Chad, you're sitting in Dallas at a business event and it opens up with, with somebody talking about Israel. Was that unexpected? Um, there is serious empathy anywhere that I travel uh, these days. So I would say it's unexpected to have a CEO stand in front of 300 people and lay down the line and say, this is this is where I am. And this is where, you know, this is where we we as Americans should be. Um, I went to a hotel last night and I was walking through and there was a, a Jewish couple. And um, and Darren, you know, Darren said, oh, yeah, that's kind of a typical thing, apparently, is that Jewish people, kids will go to a hotel uh, and that's where they'll kind of fraternize and, and uh, build. Well, a wait, 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 hold on. You're making statement? it sound a little more uh, a little more lurid than it is. <laughs> uh, I Yeah. Darren just said he he noticed, you know, it's kind of like a kid here goes to a mall like my daughter would take someone to a mall. And he said, "Hey, I I think I recognize this in uh, in Israel that you might go hang out in a lobby of a hotel, correct? Right? And 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 build the relationship. It's out in public. I and correct. you know. And so when I walked by that uh, young teenage couple hanging out in the lobby of the hotel, 
And, uh, and I was, I went up to them, right. And Darren and I both walked past and then we turned around and I went up and I just said, Hey, you know, we're with you. And, wow. you know, and I really do believe that, that America is a funny place. I think most people would have that exact same feeling just because you see something on the news here doesn't mean that that's the reality. And, and that's what's an interesting thing, because I think the news has just gotten to a point in our country that, you know, we need to have other news sources <laughs> that are more reliable. So just know that when I travel all around this country, that we are in full support of Israel. When you do, and Earl and Tyrone, and when you are standing up and speaking out on behalf of Israel and engaging people, and you're seeing that, let them know that your friend Jonathan and millions of us genuinely appreciate it. We need, even if we don't hear it and we don't know that it's happening, we need it. We genuinely appreciate it. Um, begin, begin to wrap up. I've got two incredible pro athletes here. You, you lived your life, you still do, even if you're retired, through the prism of of sports, of of football and 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 other sports that you also. Played. Earl, you all, you especially, you had a, a, a lot of things that you played when you were younger. Um, what can what can we take from the prism of sports? You, Earl, you shared before we were before we started recording that what what team means. Together, everyone achieves more. What 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 sort of team values can we apply to the situation here in Israel and Jews and Christians together? That's, that's what it's all about. And, you know, when I think about the different teams, like uh, I, I remember I, I go into the chapel room when we have, like when the Bulls are playing, the Chicago Bulls and other sport teams, they pray before the game. They come in, both teams come in and they fellowship. Can you imagine? And this is the key factor where that's why he created us all. That we come together, and the big thing is relationship, the build of relationship, and it starts with your attitude. Your attitude will take you to your altitude. It will take you as far as you want to go in life, and 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 just caring about people. And I I have a saying that people don't care how much you know; they want to know how much you care. And wow. this is what it's about. And we. Build that camaraderie, and, and you know, Tyrone, the same thing is that we're a family, and that's what's first thing. That's why God put families together and all these type of things. It's all about us working together, fellowshipping with each other, and it's so important, caring Amen. about one another. Thank you. Amen. Tyrone, what about you? What what, what can you apply from your career in, in professional sports? That we can that we can look at whether it's in Israel today or Jews and Christians together. Um, well, <clears throat> the reason I got involved with football was because of a a movie that I watched in the sixth grade, uh, Brian's Song. It was a mm. movie between that uh, starred Gail Sayers and Brian Piccolo, and uh, young kids sitting in the, uh, here in Mississippi. I'm sitting in the same house in which I watched that movie, and tears came streaming down my eyes. Uh, just seeing the relationship of Brian Piccolo and Gail Sales. That was my first time ever seeing, uh, uh, that was my first time ever seeing teams uh, with uh, black and white players together. 
And then just to see their relationship and their closeness. And I don't know if you guys seen that movie, man, but that was a, that was just a, a tearjerker. And it was one of the all time great movies back in the football movies, I would say. But right then and there, I just made my uh, a commitment, commitment. I got to get to Chicago. That's where I want to be because things was just so, I mean, this is a time where I was living in Mississippi where blacks was drinking from black water fountains and whites was drinking from white water fountains. And so when I seen team, which Earl was just alluding to, when I saw team, and that's what I saw in the, in the, in the Bears in that scene when Gail Sayers mentioned to the team that uh, we're going we're gonna to go ahead and win this game for Brian Piccolo uh, because he might not be back with us. And to see that closeness and that relationship and then wow. me being able to get to be part of a team and seeing that regardless of where you come from. So I, I became part of a, a team that won a state championship and we were the first integrated team in Mississippi to win a state championship and the last in the last 50 years. And so we came from two sides of the tracks, but as Earl was alluding to before every game, the team comes up and pray. And so when people lock arms, you're not thinking about where they come from. Uh, you just know that you're united as one and you got a mission, you got a common goal and you got a mission and you come together as a family. And then it's that way in college and it's that way in the pros. All people from all different types of religions come together uh, for a moment in time. Religion is pushed aside, but we come in because of that respect that we have for each other. You know, Tyrone, that's very powerful because I'm sitting here listening to you. It's the second time, I think, in the course of this short conversation that you alluded to um, black and white drinking fountains, the Billy Graham crusade, where it was the first time you were uh, blacks and whites together, um, black and white players together. And, uh, and it's not the same analogy by any stretch because the hatred that you experienced, both of you, uh, was racial in the, the, the civil rights. And, and, it, and of course it still exists, but thank God it's not as prevalent in America or perhaps anywhere. But the, ra the hatred that we're experiencing here and have been is is theological. It, it's the denial of of well, it, it, there is, there are similarities, and that's a very deep conversation. But what when you're talking about, you're also talking about black and white people coming together, and that gives me hope because we have. I my, I don't mean to take over this conversation at all, but we had a profound change. It wasn't just 1,200 people massacred and another 240 plus taken hostage, we had a profound change about how Jewish Israelis look at our Arab neighbors since October 7th. And I'm still hopeful. I did an interview with somebody yesterday. Uh, I don't remember with whom. And I'm still naively hopeful, but less so. So I, I, I kind of leave this conversation a little bit inspired myself that maybe that which you experienced as young men maybe, maybe will be not too far off here in our time. Yes. Um, before we wrap up, I know Earl, you've got another commitment. Oh, um, I agree. Well, uh, another eye opening for me was going to the eye opening for me was going to the Holocaust Museum in in Israel. And uh, matter of fact, uh, the bus ended up leaving me because I was in <laughs> awe because I was learning something that I never knew before. Yeah. And 
that's when you don't know something, you don't know nothing. You don't know something. Uh-huh. As as uh, the Bible states, uh, knowledge is powerful. And uh, without knowledge, you don't know nothing. You don't certain things you don't know. So I never knew certain things took place in the history of the Jewish people until I went to the Holocaust Museum. Wow. Wow. It speaks a lot to your character that you stayed. You didn't, you, you deliberately didn't take the bus back. I, <laughs> I admire that. I admire that. Um, beginning to wrap up, Earl, I know you have to go. So I'm going to give you in, in order, any last words, comments about Jews and Christians coming together, your love and support for Israel, what you're seeing in the war, anything that we haven't talked about that you'd like to add right now? Oh, yeah. Well, I'd like to uh, uh, get, uh, like I saw yesterday, people coming together, praying and and connecting with one another. I I, I think around the whole world, if we can come together on one accord and know that we're the human race, God created us all. God created us all equal, that we can come and, and enjoy because he created us for us to be able to love one another and appreciate yeah. life in its fullness. And we're going to have trials and tribulations. That's in the Bible. And I, I think uh, uh, we we need to go to the Bible and read it because there's a lot of great answer and truth in there when you talk about the Holy Bible and, 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 and get together as together families and friends and that we can join together and we can make the difference, people themselves. And that's what it's all about, having the right attitude towards one another. And we can take this thing, like you said, coming together, as you mentioned before, just to see people agreeing, touching and agreeing on the right thing and being truthful and honest. That's what it's all about. Earl, when when the dust settles, you're going to be our secret weapon. I'm going to send you to Gaza and let you tell all them that. That's oh, they need to no question. And I believe in it. See, this is the key. A lot of times people say certain things, but I believe in it. Oh, it's yeah, it's not possible for our creator. We know that. We know that. Tyrone, what would you like to add? Well, with togetherness and divine love, divine love conquers all religions, divine love. And, uh, just because you're uh, a member of a group or religion, a religion doesn't mean anything, but it's divine love. What's in your heart, and uh, that's the unity. As I was alluding to about team, when 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 team come together, we all know that uh, there's nobody secretly rooting for the other team. We all united as one. We don't put in the work for the whole week, and we're going out there for victory. And so that's what we have to understand that uh, with unity, we're talking about that divine love, that holy love, that uh, that's what it's going to take. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Chad, we started this out under the auspices, co-auspices of the Pro Player Prayer Project. Help help us wrap this up under that context, too. Man, guys, you give me goosebumps. I'm two miles from my grandparents' house right now that I used to visit in Richardson, Texas. And my grandfather taught us, he sent me a note in the eighth grade in handwritten print. And it said, number one, Earl, you know what I'm going to say. 
Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your mind, with all your soul, with all your strength, right? That's number one. Number two, love your neighbor as yourself. So those two things that that I was given, and now we put it in the family cookbook, and, and those are the most important things that goes generation to generation. Of a, a neighbor, when I lived in California, the Bernsteins, we were good friends. My son grew up on the corner and they knew each other, uh, Blaze Bernstein. And at age 20, or I think he was 20, he was at a school and he comes home for, for Christmas holiday and Hanukkah holiday in California and was brutally attacked and killed. Okay. And it was a hate crime. And and here is the lesson of that story. The mother, Jeannie Bernstein, forgives, forgave the attacker. And and that's the thing that I want to leave here is remember the commandments. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, mind, soul, and might, and love your neighbor as yourself. So I think of the podcast that I run, You Matter to Christ. You, not this group of people and that group of people. No, man, Earl Christie matters, right? Tyrone matters. Jonathan, you matter. And that we need to remember that we're all individual people that live in a set of circumstances in life. And man, when you see someone, love them and tell them God loves them. And that's that's what I think we've really, and it all, man, Israel is such a holy place. And so many biblical stories. I, I wrote an app called 77 Pray, and it helps remind us to pray every day and read some Bible verses. And, you know, I just searched Israel. There's a lot. I mean, I see there, it. I love I love that I can see what you're doing. That's amazing. It starts in Israel, man. It all starts in amazing. Israel. Um, gentlemen, this has been a delight. You know, I, I, I call the podcast Inspiration from Zion because it's a it's meant to be. Um, I think we over delivered. This is a, this is a big touchdown and two point conversion. Um, I won't go as far as saying Super Bowl win, but, but really extraordinary. And I'm so tremendously grateful, um, to the three of you, to Darren, of course, for helping to orchestrate this. Um, I hope, I hope that, uh, you'll all be able to come back soon. And when I'm able to travel wherever you are in the U.S., We'll get to come and visit you and fellowship in person. I want to thank you for, for joining today. Okay. Thank you. So at, at the beginning of the conversation, I announced, mentioned that Darren Gray is one of the authors in our new book, Israel, the Miracle. And so what we've been doing for the last few months since the book was on the verge of, uh, of coming out, and as we speak, it is on a ship to America, thousands of copies that are headed to a fulfillment center to be shipped out all over America. Um, we are offering a free copy every month to somebody who simply goes to the Inspiration from Zion social media and likes and follows it. And whenever you comment or share the link to this program or one of our other programs, I pick one person at random every month to receive. The book is stunning. It's a $75 value. It's something that is going to bless you and your home and your family. So I want you, everyone listening, to please go to Inspiration from Zion follow, like, comment, and share. We're always grateful that this podcast is sponsored by our friends at the Willow Run Greenhouse. 
in Culpeper, Virginia. If you're ever in the area, do pop in and thank them for helping make conversations like this possible. And also special thanks to the Coyne family as well for their meaningful sponsorship. Inspiration from Zion and all of the Genesis 123 Foundation programs are made possible by uh, donations. So please consider joining us to help continue the dialogue and build bridges. If you'd like to sponsor a future episode in honor or memory of a loved one, a special occasion, your favorite Super Bowl hero or anyone else, please be in touch at inspirationfromzion at gmail.com. We'd always love to hear your comments and questions as part of a dialogue and invite you to send questions, especially ones you have about traditional Judaism for our Ask the Rabbi programs. Please do share this with others who will also find it of interest and continue to join us right here as we bring you more meaningful conversations about unique topics relating to Israel that you won't hear anywhere else. Wherever you are in the world, I pray that you and your loved ones are all safe and healthy, and I send my blessings from right here in the Judean mountains. God bless you. Al Masha'ya